Welcome to Virtual Real Talk from all parts of the world, Africa, Los Angeles, Stanford Business School. I'm Maya Deer. And I'm Jamal Madney. And Real Talk is all about talking about the MSX program by MSX students for future MSX students. And we're really excited today to have our classmate Dare live from Nigeria. And Maya, take it away. Dare. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate you taking time out from the work that you're doing to be here. We have really enjoyed having you here at Stanford and uh, know that you've been on an entrepreneurial journey since you've come here. You've done lots of classes on Startup Garage, Lean Launchpad, very experiential courses, and you have learned a lot and taken that back uh, to help Nigeria navigate a lot of the health issues that are going on right now. Can you talk to us a little bit about all of that? Well, thank you, Maya. Thank you, Jamal. It's a pleasure to be with you. Since I got back to Lagos, I have been focused on, just like Startup Garage says, looking at the problem, determining what part of it that I want to focus on, picking up a solution, and testing that solution and running with it. One major part of it that I focused on is on the symptom reporting part. The reason I focused on that is in Nigeria, at least up until now, the major way that people report symptoms is by calling the phone number of the Nigeria CDC. And as you can imagine, that's pretty difficult, right? You call the number, you wait on the line for however long before you get to speak to someone. What that has meant is people don't want to call because they feel, hey, I don't want to use my airtime or I don't want to be on the phone for that long. So what I've collaborated with a number of classmates to do is we're working to develop a USSD app, which basically is a short code where people dial start 258-ASH and they get a message that says, which of these symptoms are you feeling? Press one for cough, press two for fever, press three if you have difficulty breathing, and so on and so forth, and they can report their symptoms. We'll then take those symptoms, we'll run the triage, and we'll collaborate with the Nigeria CDC to push forward the most symptomatic for treatment. And we've gotten good responses to this. Dari, you know, you and I were uh, summer uh, session classmates, and, uh, you know, it was such a privilege to get to know you. And you're doing such incredible work right now in Nigeria. What's what compelled you? What part of the Stanford experience compelled you to, to roll up your sleeves and get involved? I would say the biggest thing is the people and the kind of support that I feel I had. Right. Um, so I've worked with Madhu and with Vikas in Startup Garage. We looked at solving health problems in Nigeria and India. Madhu and I were in India in December, and we had been looking at symptom reporting and automated diagnosis for the bottom of the pyramid in developing countries. So by the time the pandemic arose, Madhu basically came up with the idea and said, you know what, we should do a symptom reporting thing in this period. We agreed that we'd look at it. I came back to Lagos and I reached back to them and said, I think this is needed and I think we should work on this. Just having the support from initially it was Madhu and Vikas, eventually it broadened out to such a large number of classmates, even MBAs, um, the admissions office, 
the Center for Social Innovation, there's just been such a huge outpouring of support that has made me feel that I could pull this through. So what I'm hearing from you, uh, Dari, is it's the people uh, that you've developed relationships with and that you worked with and worked on sort of similar problems and also the mindset taught to you by, by the entrepreneurial classes that have set you up to do this. And, and which classes do you think really helped in terms of just changing your mindset that you're able to scale this as opposed to you being an individual doctor before you came to Stanford? I love that question because I like talking about my classes. So Startup Garage clearly is one. Um, I took Startup Garage in two quarters. I took it in fall quarter and I took it in winter quarter. So that's the first one. The other classes that I would mention, one class that has been deeply impactful for me is the People Operations class, Hoggy Rao's class. Hoggy is fantastic. Right? For anyone who's listening to this, you should take Hoggy's class if you can. So there was that. There were also, I mean, formation of new ventures, leading strategic change in healthcare. Those were classes that I took that as I've moved along in this, parts of it have been really helpful. And by extension, when you take even leadership coaching, touchy-feely, you know, interpersonal dynamics, the skills I've picked up from those have been very helpful with coordinating teams here and coordinating with people at Stanford and people who are completely outside of both organizations to just move everyone in the same direction. So what you're saying is what you have been able to accomplish right now, you could not have done a year ago. 100%. And I'll give you an example of how Stanford has been specifically central to how I've done this. At the beginning, to get the USSD code set up, a USSD code, it could be a three-digit code or a four-digit code, but given the permutations and combinations, there are only about a thousand three-digit codes, right? So those three-digit codes in every country, they're regarded as a national asset. Think about 911, right? Now, what I wanted to do was I wanted to get one of those codes to be able to do this. By the time I spoke to Alison Rouse at the admissions office, I spoke to Naomi at the Center for Social Innovation. Both of them said, okay, if you need these approvals from the Nigerian Communications Commission, why not speak to this alum, this alum, speak to the guys at PAGA. And it was a number of emails and phone calls. And before I knew it, I was talking to the executive chairman of the Nigerian Communications Commission. And I got that approval within 10 days, which is completely unprecedented here. That's one example. The other example, we were looking on the palliation side. We were looking at having ventilators built locally in Africa because at some point, supply chains were completely shut down, borders were shut down, so even moving purchased ventilators was a problem. Daniel Carroll literally stepped forward and said he was going to chase Medtronic follow up with them, emails, phone calls, until he connected with the VP for R&D for the ventilator division of Medtronic. And we connected them with three automo automobile manufacturers in Nigeria. 
who are now looking at assembling ventilators. So those two would not have happened without Stanford and without the MSX program. Dari, it's an incredible story. Uh, what we'd like to do now is segue and do a little bit of a rapid fire. Which means we're going to ask you questions, three questions, just one word per question. Your favorite GSB jargon. Let's unpack this. We're always unpacking stuff at the GSP. And your favorite class? Acting with power. And your favorite GSB moment? I'll say Japan night. Just watching the Japanese cohort dance, that was so much fun. <laughs> yes, I remember that too. Those guys are amazing. So, Dari, thank you so much. We let you go. Go back to uh, the, the incredible work that you're doing. We really appreciate you being here with us and sharing what you're doing. We miss you tremendously, but we know that you know, you're needed. And so, so we're happy to, uh, to, to share you with, with your country. So thank you for joining us, Dari. Good luck. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I look forward to seeing you guys again soon. Yes.